0: In episode 5, Lemba shares a story about her returning to Zambia after 15 years, sparked an even greater appreciation for family, legacy, and the utterly delicious memories of home. I hope you guys enjoy this phenomenal story told by Lemba, episode 5, titled Prince, Jeff Goldblum, and Legacy.
1: It had been 15 years, 15 years on the road, 15 years taking time away. Fifteen years since I'd been back home. It wasn't until recently that I began to feel the guilt of my absence. I've lived on the go and back and forth and all over the place. As I interacted more and more with brothers and sisters of the diaspora who had freshly visited the motherland, I started to take note of their reference to back home. You know, back home, things are done differently. Do you know, back home... I would never get away with that. You know, back home, you'd be married by now. And after every sentence, there was that side eye, a judgment and a confirmation of me not really considering back home to be home. But it is home because somewhere neatly tucked in my mind are warm memories of a lush garden always smelling of freshly rained on ground. Countless mango trees, and of course the lychee tree in the front left yard where we ran in circles till we fell down, and that long road dressed with a canopy of trees and carpeted by soil that would give us copper feet. By the time we reached our destination of the tuck shop, our feet would be sporting rust-colored socks of dust. While we handed over the two kwacha in exchange for bags of sweets, every time these memories unfold, I smile to myself. Yes. That is home. It is chaotic and blessed and full. The land of my mother and her mother. The legacy of my father and his father. What's peculiar about the notion of back home is knowing that I never really lived there. I was born in Eswatini to Zambian parents. I grew up in South Africa and Australia and Canada. Yeah. I think my parents are spies too. And though I do not fluently speak the language of the home I claim to be mine, my skin, my name, my memories, and my love all come from the figurative four walls of that home. The thing is, I didn't mean to stay away for so long. I was a child uprooted and displaced, after all. And day after day, month after month, year after year, we never went back. Weddings were had. Funerals passed and we stayed away. Not for spite or resentment or any sort of family drama. To put it bluntly, it was expensive. And so, three years shy of 30, I, with my immediate family, went back home. Stepping back onto African soil feels like Orpheus returning back to Eurydice, like Issa reconciling with Molly, like maria hitting a high note in the 90s it just made sense where breathing and laughter come easy and roses bloom in the winter freely we went all over it was a pilgrimage of sorts we started in south africa in the town i spent the majority of my childhood we visited the swazi south african border we visited my childhood home funny how what felt so big so magical and endless looked small and confined. Everything looked dry and unkept, forgotten. Regardless, the memories still unfold warmly and carefree, for legacy is what is remembered, not what is forgotten. Then we flew to Zambia, finally back home. The reunion had begun, meeting family one after one after one after one after one after one. It was chaotic and blessed, and full. When in Soluesi, the land of my ancestors, we stayed in our family house. Land that was purchased about a decade or so ago and built on. We were met by my mother's brothers, my grandma and her surviving siblings. Yes, this is home. This has always been it for me. Being always on the move, the constant was always family. The constant was always chaos, was always blessings, was always a fullness. Sitting in the living room of our Solwezi family house, I was home. Every day was delightfully the same. I need you. Just a good morning, that is all. My uncle looks like a Zambian Jeff Goldblum. Uncle Andrew. He came first thing in the morning to visit us. Good morning, that is all I want. Did you sleep well? Any nightmares? He asked me. I had my arms folded across my waist, partly to hide my forearm tattoo, partly from my subconscious insecurity of my weight gain in the last year. No, I laugh. I've just been journaling in the living room. There I was in an armchair in Solwezi, Zambia at the house of my family, a house my parents traveled the world to find resources for, a house in my legacy house that was chaotic and blessed and full of my family. Home. My grandma came to stay at the house for the time we were visiting. She slept in my room with my sister and I. Every morning, my grandmother woke up in her pearls, she prayed fervently and loudly in Kaonde, then would get dressed and meet her sisters to sit in the sun at the front of the house. My grandmother and her sisters lived in my great-grandfather's house. A man whose name is still known. A name that carries so much integrity and pride. It carries a legacy. Legacy was one thing that plagued me while being back home. Feeling the pressure of it, accepting the responsibility and reality of it, realizing my parents are getting closer to passing on the baton to my cousins, my siblings, me. It's overwhelming sometimes. And I don't have any conclusions or answers yet. Perhaps I never will. The constant thing I do is trying to stay fully present in the chaos and blessings of my family. Especially when they laugh. I love my dad's laugh. It's uniform. It starts and repeats, subdivided perfectly in umlauted vowels. Kind of like starting a car. His laugh is young, like that of a man half his age. It's casual and cheeky and frequent. Then, if it goes on long enough, turns into clicks like in Cosa, or as if he's calling chickens to eat. One thing I see in a lot of my family is the sense of all of us returning back home when we are all together. There is an awe and delight in the similarities and differences discovered. I saw this mostly in the interactions my father had with one of his brothers. They are not twins, but damn near could be. My uncle sounds like Prince. Yes, as in Prince the Purple Mysterious Musical Genius. His disposition is like my father's, but more charismatic. And when they're together, they moved and breathed in harmony. In conflict and comparison and complete cohesion. Observing the daily and precise routines and behaviors of my family members was everything to me. I made sure to pay attention for these recent memories are tucked in my mind, ready to be unfolded when I am on the go and all over the place because my family, my memories, the legacy. Yeah, that's home.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to episode five of the layover podcast. You can find more from Lemba on Instagram at I am Lemba. That's I a M L E M B A. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Like share forward to your friends, everyone, all the storytellers appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for a very special episode six. You guys know I couldn't choose just one. We got six episodes when there's supposed to be four. I appreciate all you guys and every single person who submitted so far. You guys have made this process so wonderful and fulfilling and joyful. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.